Hi, this is Colin from Worse in the Industry. We have a lot of laughs on our show, and we get in some pretty heated topics, so it's important to remember that the views expressed by the hosts of Worse in the Industry are our own, and in no way are representations of the views held by the Planet Ant Podcast Network or Planet Ant as an organization, even when we're right. Yell at us, not them. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit down. Yeah. Ain't nothing fancy, I'm still broke. Cross town like Yancey, I will throw. They say I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. Get a deal with coke if I wasn't rapping about the past back dealing dope. Got the offer in this real Uh, the game was on, uh, the, the, the Bucks and the Rams, and <laughs> watching the score creep up for Brady, like, I, I just, I don't care about sports for the most part because I feel like a lot of sports don't have stakes, but watching Tom Brady get embarrassed. Uh, by a player that used to be a Detroit Lion is good enough for me. It is. Yeah. It's like it's like if you never got to have sex with a really hot girl that you were into in college, but your best friend did, and then he told you about it. It's yeah. it's like like ah, I didn't get to come, but I'm glad you did. I'm glad somebody fucked him. Good for you. Her. Yeah. Her. Yeah. Her. I'm, good I'm proud of you, buddy. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Stafford had a great game. He threw for like 330 yards and had three touchdowns, no interceptions. So. Yeah, they're gonna put good Tom Brady down tomorrow. It's a whole <laughs> lot of sports ball. They're gonna walk him into the his the local uh, animal hospital and they're gonna they're gonna pump him full. <laughs> yeah, the fuck they had four fucking fumbles though. Four, four fumbles. <sighs> I was literally sitting here, like, doing scav runs on Tarkov, and I had it on my other monitor, and I'm, like, kind of half-watching it. And I'm literally, every time I look, I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, they're going to score. And then, oh, no, they I was having a hard time watching it. It, it, was a, it was a rough one. It was a rough one. But, nah, Bengals, Bengals beat the, the fucking Packers, too. That was good. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> did, you um, see, did you see the picture of him with his foot? Uh, on the table, um, at the, the, the post game, uh, yeah. and they're like, Aaron Rodgers is starting up at OnlyFans to start covering this loss. Yeah. <laughs> well, he Fuck was you. like, after, after the game, he was like, uh, they were like, what are you going to do now? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take some time off, blah, 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 do this, do that. And then he's like, and then like, you know, we'll get, we'll circle back once free agency kicks in. And everyone's like, Oof. everyone's like. You're still under contract, buddy. Like you, don't you have say, to get don't say, traded. Don't say that, buddy. <laughs> don't say that shit. Yeah. yeah. Fucking idiot. Oh man. Have oh, well. either of you heard Jenny Slate's bit about professional football? First of all, Jenny Slate, hilarious uh, comedian, great voice actress. Um, she has the best summation of what football really should be ever, uh, which is just a, a bunch of a bunch of guys who just they just they you know they're just all best friends, and they all just love to play the game so much that they all get together every Sunday in their little costumes and their tight little pants and they That's go cute. and they hold their hands together in the locker room and, and Rob Gronkowski will look at Tom Brady because of course they're best friends and he'll look and he'll say Tom I'm scared but I'm glad you're here with me and it's it's I'm not doing it justice but you know the problem I would say with this concept is uh, Jenny Slate is being far too generous uh, with the innate bloodthirstiness and psychopathy that comes inherent with being a man. Uh, on top of being an American man. man, on top of being an American man athlete, on top of being an American man professional football player, there is zero frontal lobe. Those guys are all spinal cord. Gronk, oh, yeah. she's, she's giving Gronk House credit being able to talk. <laughs> Fucking Gronk does not have uh like a forebrain. It is just the rear hemisphere. That's all he Asians. Asians. <laughs> it's Matt they were speaking Asian. 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 They were speaking Asian. 
they took my daughter. I would love, you know, here, how, how about this? Let's, let's, let me, let me speak this into the universe. The thing the secret got right, by the way, just so you guys know, is think about the things that you want, talk about them, and then work towards them. That is, yes, that's how you get the things that you want. You got to do it. But you should talk about it and visualize. Visualization is actually very important. I've begun, begun to find uh, in my later years. Uh, now that I've, uh, I'm over the hump, you know. I've, you're, now yeah, that I'm you're over mid, the, you're mid twenty. This is this is my midlife crisis right now because I am technically halfway through my life. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna drag you screaming into your fifties. I'm almost a like, quarter no, of a century, man, Justin. Die. Almost a Just quarter of a century. I was supposed to die. I was supposed I, no, motherfucker, we're living. It's like a reverse Final Destination situation where, like, I see the death in my mind and then you're constantly pulling me away. Yeah. Um, but that's said, I will never let you die. Speaking of visualization and the secret, I visualize Tom Brady uh, having to fit Gronk's entire body up to the waist in his asshole. That is what I'm visualizing, and I'm speaking it into the universe now, and now I have to work towards making it a reality. Gronk is a fraud boy. And what is this exercise other than, you know, uh, me exerting my will? And who loves exerting their will? That's right, the Nazis. The Nazi party of the fatherland, Germany. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about uh, a specific company. Uh, so let's let's get started, guys. Let's. I'm I'm in charge right now. The fucking the wheels are off. The tiger is out of its cage. Yes, yes. The tiger is free. The, oh, tiger, the tiger is me. Welcome to worst in the industry, listeners, uh, friends, countrymen. Uh, <laughs> uh, here at worst in the industry. Uh, truth degrades into we three dangerous daughter isotopes. So get your lab coats fitted, your safety goggles spit shined, and your swastikas buffed and shiny. Because on today's episode, we're gonna bring it back to the Third Reich to talk about our Gesellschaft of Berlin and their radioactive toothpaste. Love I'm it. your host, one of the hosts for the evening, Colin Stanley, and. My skeleton glows in the dark now. To my left. Uh, my name is Justin St. Peter, and uh, Barium, I hardly know him. To my left. Uh, my name's Tyler, and I don't know. Do with that what you will. <laughs> That's little known fact. <laughs> That's the sound that a uranium reactor makes when it's when it's starting up. No, it makes this sound. I hate you. <laughs> Actually, we're gonna talk about the Soviet Union. They're coming up. Great. So it's Great. woo woo. Love talking I, I about the Reds. Love it. So, Love the Soviet Union. <laughs> um. So today Thanks. specifically, we're gonna be talking about as as I said. Uh, uh of Berlin, uh, which was an industrial firm founded in 1892. They're a chemical uh, manufacturing uh, company. Basically, they make products uh, on an industrial scale uh, from volatile chemicals and rare earth metals. <clears throat> uh, so, you know, as we've talked about in the past, um, the problem with making things uh, is that a lot of times nobody's checking if they're safe or not. And you just make them, and then you sell them, and then you're like, I'm done here. Wash my hands of it. Oh, God, especially in, like, the late 19th, early 20th century, when we, like, really got past the hump in the Industrial Revolution, nobody thought to be like, should we check on any of this? It was, they were just making fucking what? Like, there was a point in time where uh, toilet paper, like, it was a selling point for you to say, no splinters. No splinters. Yeah, because before that it had splinters in it. Yeah, and they were they were testing them, and they're like, ah, we can't use this, you know, two hundred grit sandpaper. It's a little too abrasive. That's a waste Let's of bump good that sand. up to a thousand. It's a waste of good. Cottonell triple ply now one hundred percent rust free. Rust. It free? reminds me of, uh, <laughs> but but things like that to this day still still remain um, 
if you want to have some fun, I might do an episode about it eventually. But Black Salve, have you guys heard of that? Black Salve? That it's, that sounds uh, yeah, like yeah. a magical like item in a in an RPG. Yeah. So so it's 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 something that you're supposed to put on your skin, like your face. Yeah. Like, and yeah. they say like, oh, it just like it like burns off the top layer oh, of your skin I to like go underneath. Is. No, people get like third degree chemical burns from it because it is not regulated at all it's almost like you shouldn't put anything on your face that says hey we're gonna burn shit off of your face it's come on so that's the thing right is that like oh a couple people have masturbated with it too (laughs) (laughs) you don't recover from that there's more that recover from that there's more than a stranger in the tub. There is a chainsaw massacrer in the tub. There is Richard Chase is in your tub. Is that? Is that? I love Jigsaw blood. from Saw. I'm Richard Chase. It's oh yeah. It's let me let me just grab this black salve and uh, stroke my dick a little bit so I know uh, what it's also, like to get a hand nothing job called... from a cetabite. I was about to say I don't want. I don't want to, like, put my dick in anything that looks like the tar monster from Scooby-Doo, okay? Like, I don't think yeah, well. it's appropriate for me to put my penis in it. Some people are into that kind of stuff. Ooh, you know what we should do? Yeah, we should go, like to, the ar- the we should go to the arcade. Access. We should get those little those little oil barrels full of gack. We should put our dicks in those. No, okay. they don't work. They, what do you mean they don't work? They don't work. It's so you. What have do you mean it doesn't call, work? It doesn't work. Flom. It's slide. You remember yeah, Flom? It, it slide, it no, because you the put the two way. fingers in, and it creates such a good seal, you can make a fart noise. Then there's not enough. There's not enough room left for your dick. Sure, you're right. You know what? You're right. Yeah, no, my dick is too big to fit. There's not you guys enough remember Flom? Right. Why don't we just do Flom? You don't seem particularly convinced of that, Colin. So in 1892, our Gesellschaft was founded uh, by two men. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sour and Kraut? No, uh, Leopold Koppel, uh, who is a Jewish uh, banker and entrepreneur, uh, and Kar- Karl Auer, you know, hence our Gesellschaft, uh, von Welsbach. My name is Leopold Koppel. I am Ted Koppel. I'm Leopold Koppel. It's, it's Ted Koppel, I'm but Leopold he's... I'm Leopold Koppel. I'm Later, Hosen, and eating a sausage. i later. I'd like to invest in your chemical company, and I'd like to make it as dangerous as possible. Yeah, I would really like it if you could uh, make some really highly unregulated chemicals that will hurt that will hurt people. I'm Leopold Koppel, and uh, I approve of the Third Reich. <laughs> and uh, Nazis are uh, there's great people on both sides. So uh, okay, so actually, uh, it's funny you bring that up because, as I stated, Koppel was Jewish. Uh, so once war hit, you know, once World War Two. Uh, in declared uh, the continent, um, he was forced out of the company by uh, the Nazi government. Gunpoint? <laughs> really? Basically, yes. Gunpoint? Uh, I, I couldn't find it in the They didn't or... do it with a contract. Yeah, no. They I didn't. think if there was a contract, it was at gunpoint. <laughs> yeah, it's, they fucking they chased him out of there with pitchforks and torches. Uh, they're like, quick! You have to avoid his poison barbs. Get him out of get him out of the boardroom. Oh no! Don't don't. Don't kill me with your poison. Don't no. look him in the eyes. He'll hypnotize you. Stay away from the horns. Stay away from the horns and the tail. <laughs> I just, I, I do think, like, obviously stereotypes are awful and racism is awful and anti-Semitism is awful. But I feel like we, I shouldn't have to say that every episode, but we keep talking about Nazis. Um, and they just keep coming up. It's weird. All that said... I think it's hilarious that anti-Semites think Jews are demons or aliens or something. I think that's the funniest bit in the world when they're like, you have to be careful uh, whenever you go to a synagogue not to step on the Jew eggs or they'll implant in your chest and burst out later. Like, it's it, it's, it's like the dumbest thing to be like worried about. Like, if you're, if you're an anti-Semite and you're worried about the Jews... Worry about Israel and the fact they have nuclear weapons. Don't worry about the greys coming to, you know, inflate your dick so that you can't have Aryan children. I just, I find it hilarious that most of the people who are, like, hardline anti-Semites are also, like, like, like a Christian zealot. And it's like, you know Jesus was Jewish, right? Yeah, but they nah, killed he him. was the first Christian. They killed he him. Was a, he, yeah. was the, he was the first Christian because he was killed by the Jews. He was killed by the Jews. Uh, but, and then you go like, oh, so they nailed him to the cross? 
Well, no, well, no, the Roman no, soldiers no, did the that. The Roman, the Romans. Okay, did well, the that. Jews made the Roman soldiers do that. Well, no, Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor, ordered the soldiers to do that. Well, then the Jews made the governor who was in charge of them do it. Well, yeah, no, but <laughs> well, they were secretly in charge. They, they were, were secretly, secretly in charge of Rome, and then they'll yeah, go, they, yes, yes. They've always like, been okay. secretly in charge. How else do they have a black emperor? Think about it. It's. I found Think out about how it. many of the Roman emperors came from Serbia. A lot. Yeah. 18. I think Diocletian yeah. uh, also came from uh, the Balkans. Yep. And, and if he... you guys wanna, if you guys wanna have a real fun time, follow Cursed Balkan YouTube comments. On oh, Twitter. dude, it's dude, one of the greatest. If anybody does it, it's Mongolia. I love those fucking guys. I love. <laughs> there was one where it's like, uh, Saudi Arabia stands with stands with Greece against the Turkish menace. Mm-hmm. And then somebody was like, "You are fascist Islam." And then the next one is, uh, the next one is like a reply from the first guy, and he's like. So funny that, so funny that you say that because we taught you Islam, and it's like, <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. It's great. Also, it's the greatest I just want to say, if we're going to place bets on Balkan countries, if anything happens, oh, my you money, mean when the, that power my money is on again? Turkey. Just so we're clear, my money is on Turkey. Yeah, there's gonna be another Ottoman. Yeah, they're the big one. I'm just saying, Erdogan. I, he's got my back. I've got his. It's not. It's not a political thing. It's a personal thing. We met in Windsor once. It was my nineteenth oh, birthday. You... I was drunk at a casino. Oh yeah, you, that night that you were screaming in a shawarma shop. Yeah. Do you remember when I was talking about Justin Trudeau and uh, in that shawarma yes. shop? President oh, of Turkey uh, Erdogan was also in that shawarma shop, and he and I had a conversation in the the single use men's room. Oh, I was gonna say, you know, I, I, I must there was a there was a time where you weren't paying attention to me, and it was in that men's room. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, that's one president of Turkey. Colin had a conversation. I had a conversation. That's a weird way of saying a blowjob. Yeah, I had a conversation did. with yeah. his penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a real uh, long conversation with his wiener. Excuse, Col- Colin excuse, found him on Grinder. So excuse me, how you doing, buddy? You need to like shake shake uh, his penis's hand. Mr. President, how many how many pumps on the handshake when you're until <laughs> uh, he's done? Until he's done. Until he's, he's, he's done. Well, oh, if, if, I'll tell you what. If he starts getting into you, you should probably just let him finish. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, it, in, uh, in just before the 1920s, uh, our Gesellschaft begins production of gas mantles. Uh, uh, as uh, and gas mantles are kind of like it was one of those like very interstitial technologies that it's like it only existed for like 20 ish years 30 ish years and then it's gone like completely replaced by the next thing like Um, the vhs exactly uh so gas mantles were like these the woven fabrics these these threads these fibers that were then uh interwoven and coated uh with metallic salts so the idea was that you would use this thing as a filament basically for uh, a light and that when uh when it was run when when the gas was ignited essentially uh the fab the the filament would burn away and the metallic salts uh would melt and then condense into a solid form they would crystallize uh Hmm. and then they would uh, glow so you would you'd get light from that um the problem was what they were using for their mineral salts their metal salts they were using thorium uh which is a radioactive metal um discovered also in the late 1800s uh now at this point in time we know thorium is radioactive that was discovered right before the turn of the century um we just don't know how bad radiation is like we we've just figured out hey radiation exists and there are applications for it we don't know much else we yeah, just know they, that had, they hadn't they hadn't had like a disaster involving radi- radiation yet to where you could really uh uh judge how bad it is 
I mean, we, we truly didn't know anything about radiation until after the atomic bomb tests. No, we didn't even know. It. We, the first time we detonated a nuclear bomb, they were like considering the fact that it might light the atmosphere. Yeah, was, and actually, yeah, we're going like to talk about chance that this might happen. We're going to talk about yeah. chain reactions because that's actually important uh, in, in what we're going to discuss. But the idea was um, basically like we knew that radioactive. We knew about radioactivity. Uh, we mm -hmm. knew that radiation existed. And we had we learned about uh, half lives at this point. In fact, thorium is one of the elements that allowed us to discover half lives. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but the half life of thorium is about the lifetime of the universe. It's just over fourteen billion years, um, which is great. That's great news uh, yes. when we're talking about <laughs> using uh, radioactive materials in household products. Because uh, if if you're not familiar, a half life is the amount of time it takes for a single element to be reduced in mass by half. Uh, that's naturally degrading, you know, via a form of decay. In this case, thorium degrades via alpha decay. Um, now, this is this part of the episode is a science lesson. So I need you to stick with me, and we're going to get to the Nazis in, again in a minute. Um, but basically, when these radioactive elements decay, they follow what's called a decay chain, where... You know, you, you go from one element to the next element until you hit a stable element, until you hit, hit a stable isotope, uh, which is a version of an element. Um, so thorium could stay thorium conceivably for a very long time if it's a stable isotope of thorium. If thorium degrades via that alpha radiation or that alpha decay uh, into radon, for instance, it can stay as radon for a while if it's radon-222. But if it's radon-220, it go, keeps going down uh, the decay chain. Uh, now, alpha decay, the kind of radioactive decay that thorium, uh, you know, exerts, is fairly harmless. Um, when alpha, uh, when radioactive alpha particles um, come into contact with a, with a person, most of them, if not all of them, are deflected by skin. Um, there's very little mass behind them and very little energy behind them, so they can't really penetrate much. They're not a huge concern uh, externally. Um, now internally. Internally, hold that in your mind. Now, Put it in your when, when an element does degrade into different elements and different isotopes of those elements, those new isotopes are called dangerous daughters. Uh, and... Hmm. The, uh, if, if they're more volatile, if the, the form of decay is more volatile, they're called dangerous daughters, or they're just referred to as daughter isotopes. Or if you go another step down the chain, granddaughter isotopes, and so on. Um, the problem is thorium, which decays uh, with alpha radiation, um, when it degrades into radon isotopes, they are typically beta emitters, which are much more dangerous to the human body do pass through skin relatively easily. Um, now, as far as I'm aware, there is no gamma radiation in the thorium decay chain, uh, which is good, because gamma radiation will kill you in minutes. Yes, that's uh, bad you tell one. me it's not going to turn me into a Hulk? Uh, I have seen the documentaries, sir. It will turn yeah. you into a puddle. It'll turn the comic you books, into the a man made of spaghetti. Documentaries. I've read the textbooks. Okay. I've read the documents, folks. The textbooks... I have read all of the the best uh, sources on the subject. I have read World War Hulk. I have read Planet <laughs> Hulk. <laughs> I love Planet Hulk. It's a uh, gamma radiation was the um um oh god what was that? Actually, I think the most important piece uh, of Hulk canon comes from Old Man Logan, where Hulk has been fucking uh, I think forcibly fucking his cousin She-Hulk for a few decades, and they have a slew of inbred offspring uh, that are constantly hulked because they yes, were... the Hulk gang. They were created by the Hulk, and, and there's a baby Hulk um, that is actually very cute. Yes, and he gets and, adopted by Logan, and yeah. Well, he gets the, adopted the by Logan because uh, <laughs> Wolverine is bitten in half, and his top half is swallowed by the Hulk. Um, yes, a la Saturn devouring his son. But then he regenerates in his stomach and cuts him open and sort of lives. pretty fucking badass. It's, 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 it's a very incredible metal. sequence. And then he just carries around this, this baby the size of Tyler around on his back for the rest of the comic <laughs> book. 
And then actually, uh, the baby is very helpful at different points. Very helpful. The most helpful baby. It is. It is the most helpful baby. Uh, I can't find the one that I'm looking for, but it has such a cool name. Like to I'm gonna keep looking for it, but you know, I'll I'll bring it up if I if I if I find it. But keep going. Yeah, keep no going. problem. Sorry. Okay, so now that we've basically explained that radiation is bad, that thorium is radioactive, and that uh, thorium, even though it's not the worst radioactive thing you could come in, come into contact with, uh, it's not the best. <laughs> no. Not the best by half. Um, it's the best thing is no radiation, especially considering the fact that one of the main reasons thorium isn't as dangerous as we said is that externally it can't really penetrate to get to um, your chromosomes, your DNA to warp those. It can't affect you at the cellular level uh, or even the organ level because it just can't get there. But where we see, <laughs> where we see a solution. Our Gesellschaft sees a product. Uh, so, um, beginning in the 1920s uh, and continuing through the end of World War II, our Gesellschaft begins to uh, produce, um, I'm not going to say this in German, uh, Doramad radioactive toothpaste. Put, um, put it in the chat. I want to give it a try. Uh, <laughs> here, no, I want to try it. Let me see. Uh, let's see if I can pull it up. Because I don't think I even uh, typed it out in German at all. Uh, I might have to, like, search it real quick. Yep, here he goes. Got it. Had to go back to one of my sources real quick. Doramad Radioactive Zankrim. I found the name of it. What? The found the, the name of what? I still don't the, know what this, you're talking uh, this about. This nuclear accident that, that totally fucked, a, like, a bunch of people. Oh, yeah, um, made a bunch of hulks. The Demon Core was the, the name. Dude, he touched you with a fucking screwdriver. What yeah. are you doing? What and are you doing? And a big blue glow happened, and then like one dude basically his insides got liquefied. Yeah, one guy literally got fucking like he he got air fried immediately, and then yeah. everybody else within like and there was like eight or nine people like further away, but all day got. Fuck too. They all died horrible, slow, painful deaths, like core. weeks and months afterwards. That's the Demon Core. Fuck. Yeah, the Demon Core. There's, there's, there's some videos on it on YouTube that are really interesting. Who would hit? Who would win? Uh, <laughs> a, the elephant's foot or the Demon? A core? highly engineered plutonium core, or fourteen pounds of plutonium, or one screwy boy. <laughs> <laughs> one, one asshole with a screwdriver. One, one absolute dickhead that should know better. One uh, host of worst in the industry. <laughs> Just poke it with a screwdriver. It's fine. The mat handles plastic. I won't Just don't. don't, don't <laughs> I love. Well, no, no, no. What what I gotta do is I gotta not be touching the ground when it happens because yeah, the, yeah, you like, jump in the air, touch through. the demon yeah, core, and then you gotta jump in the air, <laughs> and then you're just like your eyes just fucking run out of your head like egg yolks, yeah. just dead. It's like that episode of Sunny when they're trying to fix the breaker box and they're like shoving the a screwdriver. And as long as I'm not touching the ground, oh no, 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 your shoes are rubber, so you'll be fine. I love that shit. I love I love when dumb people are trying to figure out physics in a way that they can't but they have to because otherwise they will die <laughs> the way that only dumb people can uh i love us <laughs> so humanity hilarious um, so this toothpaste basically mm -hmm. i don't know what you're thinking you're like okay why the fuck are they putting thorium in it like what is the benefit of thorium if any um and, and the idea was actually pretty like it makes sense for the time period um at this point in time uh, there's an American, uh, there's a, there's another German company that's been producing a radium, uh, toothpaste for a few years now, uh, with to, to pretty good, uh, market success. Um, Algesellschaft, they're looking, um, they're, they're producing this toothpaste throughout the war. Um, but really what, what hits them, the reason that they kind of push this product more so, um, and it's actually created through a, uh, because they have all this byproduct thorium from their gas mantle production. So it's it's them basically trying to, like, recoup cost. Um, but on top of that, uh, this is right when, like, American advertising is really getting, like, commercialized. Like, you know, it's, it's becoming such a large thing that people in other countries know slogans from American companies 
for the first time ever. Um, yeah. So Algesellschaft was very interested in American advertising, and they thought their their doormat radioactive toothpaste would be perfect for it. They thought, um, you know, cosmetics is the market that Americans are most interested in right now. It's the market that gets advertised the best, and it mm -hmm. has the best profit margins. And this is something that we're making on the side to recoup losses from a product that's already selling it, like making us a lot of money. This just this just makes the most sense to us. Um, yep. Cosmetics market got me. I mean. Cosmetic market got me. I mean, I use a $40 face wash. Look at you. Yeah, he's using the black great. salve. He's peeling his fucking the top, his top well, layer of his dermis off every night. I should say uh, my, my girlfriend got it as a Christmas present for me. Okay. And you literally, like, the the bottle is like, you know, it's like average size for a face wash, but it's like Two you ounces. need, like, literally a, a pea size amount, and, like, it, like, foams up like it covers crazy, your whole so you face. really don't use that much of it. All right. It's well, worth it. It's it really nice. Forty dollars worth. It smells like weed, though. It smells like weed. Is it like I a think there's thing? weed in here. No, I don't. I think there's <clears throat> probably some in there. I haven't like looked, but it straight up smells like bud. I don't know. That's great. Oh, it smells shit. like nug. It smells like nug. All my farts nice. and shits have been smelling imagine, like weed because of all the tincture like, I've been drinking. Like a like a menthol. Like imagine if Newport made blunts. Ooh. Like that's what it smells like. A Newport blunt. Yeah, five dollars for a bag of blood. <laughs> okay, so just saying, uh, king palms are pretty close to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so, you know, he, like obviously, all those historical reasons aside, what's the point of adding thorium specifically? Um, and I could go around and talk about what they thought the benefits were, or I could just read you their ad, which is what I'd like to do. Great, Go I ahead. love it. I love old-timey ads. What does Dora Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Put on, are you going to put on Glenn Miller? <laughs> Go. <laughs> what does Doramad do? Its radioactive radiation increases the defenses of teeth and gums. The cells are loaded with new life energy. The bacteria are hindered in their destroying effect. This explains the excellent prophylaxis and healing process with gingival, <laughs> gingival diseases. It gently polishes the dental enamel so it turns white and shiny. Prevents dental calculus. Wonderful lather and a new, pleasant, mild, and refreshing taste can be applied sparingly. What does math have to do with that? What? Radioactive radioactivity? It's translated from German. Of course. Um, and that's, that's like their ad. But the better line... Uh, is one that you actually have to, like, dig into a little bit deeper to, to find. And let me see. I have... This is an article from, like, the 1950s. Let me see if I can find it in here. <laughs> you piece of shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Which of the links? This was this was the advertisement that Algesellschaft wanted to use once they came to America after the war. Um... Because they were so sure. Well, because they, they were. They're like, they, this was basically, they came up with this um, after the occupation of France, which will become important in a second. Uh, but this was the advertisement that they wanted to launch after the war ended. Use toothpaste with thorium. Have sparkling, brilliant teeth. Radioactive brilliance. Shit you not, radioactive brilliance. Radioactive so they, brilliance. They just thought that if they glowed in the dark, they'd look whiter. The, the problem was, people really didn't know um, what radioactivity did. And worse, radon, which is highly carcinogenic, and, and as we stated earlier, one of one of the isotopes um, that is uh, a direct, one of the daughter isotopes of thorium is, is radon, a few different isotopes of radon, um, radon mines and radon baths had been used as health cures for decades at this point. People like thought radon suppositories, radon yep, and radium too. Um, it, like people thought that this was good for you, that it was a, that yeah. the radiation would kill bad bacteria, just in the same way that we thought electricity would do that, and in the same way that we thought all these other carcinogenic things that we talk about with like. You know, John Brinkley, like, these are... Yeah, I was just going to say, this is, like, some Brinkley nuts. shit. It yeah. is. Goat nuts, The yeah. pro The difference, I, though... Remember, I talked about, like, the electric hairbrushes and shit, yeah. like... The yeah. big difference is that these guys actually believed it would help it would help people, and John Brinkley knew he was killing people. <laughs> yeah. 
I think I think Brinkley had like a little bit. I think he thought a little bit that it helped people. I think he thought a little bit that it might work, but at the same time, he was just so fucking drunk the entire I think, time that he oh, didn't yeah, care. I think in his mind, he was like, I mean, it could, it might work. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But it's like shoving a grape into an apple. It's like shoving a grape into an apple. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, you know, you're thinking, okay, like, they have all this fucking thorium. Where are they getting all this fucking thorium? Like... Thorium is a radioactive material. Are we just letting Are we just letting companies in Nazi Germany just pick this up from anywhere? And the answer is no, we're not. Um, actually, during the war, lots of companies that used uh, radioactive isotopes or uh, you know isotopes derived from radioactive compounds and elements had them confiscated by their governments. In America, uh, you couldn't get uh, so, like basically people that made flatware like uh, plates and bowls and shit. They could not get their hands on red or orange glaze for basically all of World War II because mm-hmm. uranium oxide is used in the production of those glazes, and all of it was yep. going to the Manhattan Project. Yep. yep. It also explains why uranium glass stopped was or was uh, no longer produced mm-hmm. after the war. Uh, also, would just like to mention because I mentioned the Manhattan Project, they were going to create a gun that shot. <laughs> They were going to make a water-cooled gun with, a like, a reactor built into it. Like, a big artillery gun that just shot radiation at people. That's awesome. You know what? That's dope. That was, That's cool that, as hell. That was one of two, like, main focuses of the Manhattan Project. Um, it's just the implosion bomb took off faster. They, they made mm. better progress faster. But the design that they used for the water-cooled reactor would actually get used on uh, subs and ships uh, later. Uh, in the in the century, that's some fucking yeah. Warhammer shit. I know, it's great. Yeah. Yes, this shoots a fog of radiation. Well, it shoots a, I think they would thought it would like shoot a beam. Yeah, it's like uh, now we use uh, depleted uranium for fucking uh, tank armor. Yeah, or, or just coat it in shells or coat it in bullets. Yep. Like, cause yeah, it's, it's, who it's cares if I shoot these. a child with this? It's yep. fine. Yeah, they're it's in not all a coating, the uh, it's literally all... the whole bullet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all really? Depleted the, uh, uranium. The, yeah. Wow. The, well, it's M1... because depleted uranium, when it hits a target, it reacts different than brass. Mm-hmm. Or it, like it's a, armor a piercing. It fucking goes straight through. It will not fucking fracture. It's super well, dense, it's right? not that it doesn't fracture. The bullet stays whole, but it tumbles. Yeah. So it yeah. stays on the same trajectory while. Yeah, which which the tumbling is what will fuck you up. Is he that will that will shred you? Yeah. Metal. Well, it's like how, uh, you know, getting shot point blank with a 9mm is more damaging. Like, to the head is, will definitely kill you. Mm-hmm. But if you use, like, an, like a like a bigger round that has more mass behind it, that'll go straight in, straight out. Fucking 9mm will go in there and it'll just fucking bounce around. Yeah, but you get shot with, like, a forty-five. If you don't it'll just go die, in out, you might live. You might live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you might live. Yeah. Who, what kind of if life? it doesn't blow out all of your spinal cord? If all your out. brain isn't yeah. left on the fucking sidewalk, then you might live. Yeah, but fucking nine million. Shouts out to my dad's enough. right calf. Yeah, love Kevin. Surviving a forty-five. True king. True king. Let's get some. Let's get some W's in the chat for shooting yourself. Let's at the get gun some range. W's in the chat, boys. Yeah. W's in the chat for Kevin. <laughs> so okay, where where oh, did, where oh, did but, this where did this Nazi ass company get all the thorium from? And uh, so during the United States, they got it from some Nazi ass places. Well, during the occupation of France, they seized. Uh, they they basically took over this company that uh, our Gesellschaft forcibly took over a French uh, company, um, and took. They, they had literal tons of thorium stored, and they shipped it all to Germany. This is towards the end of the war. Um, oh, nice. So uh, Alzos, which was a specific intelligence mission. Helmed by the uh, the lieutenant uh, who was actually in charge of the Manhattan Project, uh, Leslie Groves, I think his name is. Um, he 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 also was helming this intelligence operation that was gathering information on Axis powers and and the Soviet uh, to see where they were at in their own atomic bomb research. Um, so all of a sudden, all the thorium goes missing, and that sets off fucking alarm bells, right? So. They're trying to track down exactly where all this fucking thorium is, and they managed to, to single in on this German businessman, uh, Janssen Peterson. And Janssen oh. Peterson 
uh, is just shoving it up his butthole by the handful, right? Well, no, he's he's just like a weird German business guy running around Europe in World War Two. Um, <laughs> so he's like Nick Cage from Lord of War. Well, the thing is, they think this guy is either some sort of Nazi scientist or a Nazi intelligence agent who is helping to to facilitate the building of an, an atomic bomb, right? So they, they really mm. try to put the fucking screws to this guy. Um, but it turns out that he's just a regular dude who works for a company. Um, and they're able to uh, verify that a few ways, the best of which, to me, um, <laughs> is that... Here, I'm going to read... So now I'm going to read directly from uh, orau.org, uh, the Museum of Radiation and Radioactivity, that has uh, a um, an exhibit on uh, Doramad radioactive toothpaste and uh, talks in depth about Nazi thorium and Algazelschaft. Uh, it's a great site. You should go to it. There, there's a bunch of weird, fun shit on there. Uh, so, <clears throat> Peterson had gone to a town on the French-German border searching for some missing railroad cars carrying the thorium. And as luck would have it, the area was captured by the Allies shortly after Peterson arrived. Alzos, which was the name of the, the joint uh, Allied intelligence operation, it's the Greek word for grove, helmed by Leslie Groves. Uh, Alzos had their first prisoner, and a suitcase bulging with documents. Among these was a dossier on a businesswoman who plied the world's oldest profession, Sur la Rue de Paris. Oh. Mm, nice. Peterson's explanation for having the dossier was that the woman had charged him an exorbitant 3,000 francs, although, in quotes, in Berlin, it is only seven marks and a half, and a half per fling. <laughs> he said that he was hoping to contact the proper authorities, whoever they would be, to, reco <laughs> to recover some of his money. Yeah, I would like to talk to, to the French Ministry of Holes. Oh, Do it's you like have it's a ministry of hawes. It's like it's like when people get their NFTs stolen and they're like, I need to. I, oh, who do I contact about this? And it's like it's a decent. It, the whole point of it is there's no this decentralized. You're committing like, a yeah, no one. You're, you, you are fucking an old Parisian prostitute. What do you expect? You're a German fuck. She should be raking you over the coals. The yeah. fact. The fact that she didn't set you on fire in your sleep, you should thank her and bring her another 3,000 francs. You kraut fuck. Just go back to Nazi Germany. Uh, <laughs> oh, go in there, your silly jokes. Uh, the Nazis threw my printing press in the river. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I, wonder who got, who, I wonder who got custody of the dog. I don't care. I just care that Olivia Munn's as... having sex again. Ah, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the girl that G4 convinced all of us was hot. What do you mean convinced? Yeah. She's hot. She, she was a model uh, before that. Oh my god, Tyler. Yeah, she's okay. Alright, Tyler. Anyway, moving right, on. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna this avoid this podcast. one. I'm not gonna walk through this fucking... This swamp of opinions. Uh, so, um... She's, like, great value fucking uh, Kylie Kardashian. Basically, Alzos figures out, through talking to this, uh, this Janssen Peterson, uh, fuck, that, as dumb as this sounds, it's true that our Gesellschaft is not using thorium to create an atomic bomb for the Nazis. They are literally stockpiling it so that they can make a bunch of toothpaste to sell in America after the war ends. Wow. Because they're they're preparing for it. They see it's coming. They're, the writing's on the wall, and these aren't you know SS officer you know true believers who think that yeah, you know no. the Reich will last a thousand years. They think this. Th they're like, no, I need to keep making money after the war is over, and the best place to make money is going to be America because they just kicked our asses. Uh, well, sorry, the Soviet Union just kicked our asses, and <laughs> Britain the Union and, and Britain stayed alive long enough for America to show up. <laughs> Everybody knows the Soviet Soviet Union won World War Two and World War One. Hard hard pill to swallow. They won. Hard pill to swallow. It's not that hard for me. Not hard, not hard for it's me the, either. Well, because my throat is lubricated with Stalin's jizzy load. It's they won it's World glizzy. War Two. They won the space race. 
They yep. made the Superior Space uh, uh, capsule that's still being used today. Props to the Soyuz. Mm-hmm. They stay winning, man. Uh, I do love now that like Russia's doing like uh, some shit in like Ukraine and Kazakh, uh, Kazakhstan. That like all the Cold Warriors who are still in politics because they never left are mm-hmm. literally they're they're doing interviews on like what Russia's doing in the Ukraine and they can't stop referring to it as the Soviet Union. They like literally yeah. they keep doing it and they're not nobody's correcting them. But they keep they'll do it in like multiple times in a single sentence. Call it the Soviet Union and then they'll switch back to Russia after no acknowledgement it's like yeah i get that your your brain is riddled with lead and that you probably don't remember anything you just said but maybe you shouldn't be a politician if you don't know what decade it is no i just hope my tarkov servers stay up that's all i, I don't think guys. it's gonna happen buddy those things are gonna get nationalized <laughs> tarkov's gonna become a state asset it's Putin, well because Putin they really did made no bones about like yes i'm trying to rebuild the soviet union the, the the issue with it is in the fact that if uh, if the if Russia invades the Ukraine, then uh, the United States is going to impose sanctions on them, and will part of those sanctions be Russian-owned servers in the United but States? But the problem here, right? The problem, okay, and let's talk about this real quick, and we'll get back to Thorium in a minute. The problem with sanctions, especially when America does them, is that America often employ like deploys sanctions with no terms. Or terms that they know are not agreeable to by the person, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, yeah, Iraq, we're going to sanction you until you give us all the Bathists. What do you mean? Like, they're all dead or gone? Or if they're not, they're working with you. What do you mean sanctions until the Bathists are gone? You you put them in power. What do you mean? And Russia, the sanctions for Russia, they're going to be like, Make sure you withdraw all troops from Ukraine. Also completely demilitarize. Also, uh, you can't have this or that and do this. It's like no self-respecting government would ever do any of, things, any of these things that the United States demands from them with a threat of sanctions. And also, there's yeah. a bunch of fucking pundits out there who are like, what we should do is deploy sanctions before they invade. And it's like, oh, so there's zero leverage? So the 1% yeah. of leverage you thought you had is gone? Anyway, anyway, it's just. I'm just gonna Showing move to China. Cards. I'm just gonna. I'm Showing gonna move to fucking Yunnan province. I'm gonna be, become a pig farmer and I'm gonna mind my own fucking business. That's what I'm gonna do. Now let's just move to Hong Kong. No. Sounds like more fun. I don't want to move to Hong Kong. I don't want to fight the police. I just want to live in like a little green mountain somewhere and eat hot peppers and sleep in the shade with my pigs. You can do that in Thailand. I don't want to go move to Thailand. It's too hot there. Yeah, actually, if, if I'm going anywhere in Southeast Asia, I'm going to Vietnam. I'm just going to Yunnan, okay? You guys don't have to come. I'm going to, to Yunnan Province. Are we going to start, are we gonna start the, the second VC in, in What do you mean? No, I just, I Wait, what are you talking about? City in peace. What do, you, what do you mean the second VC? The, the Vietnamese government is communist. It is still Yeah, I know. We're still... We're we're starting. Oh, we're, the, we're, uh, you you want to be the guerrilla You want to be the south. Yeah. You want to start a new Tet offensive in the reverse. No, no. I just want to be more militant. No, I just want to drink they, a lot. They of did land redistribution there, noodles, man. Yeah, I know. I want to be. I want to be militantly communist. Communist in Southeast Asia. Oh, whatever, man. Go, so that go way, to when Indonesia I when I hear fortunate sun and helicopters coming over the coming over the horizon, we can have some fun. All right. Anyway. So, um, and and then it turns out that when they actually were able to fire this this massive thorium cache, um, there were uh, the Soviet Union actually found um, in in a site owned and operated by a Gesellschaft uh, in in uh, cooperation with the Nazi government, they found multiple tons of uranium in a uranium pile. A uranium pile is the term that's referred to when we talk about the basically the load in an atomic bomb uh, that generates the chain reaction. Um, the problem was the Nazis hadn't figured out how to generate a chain reaction yet. They didn't understand uh, how it worked, and they didn't get there in time. And it actually turns out that that uranium load that the Soviets were able to um, uh, you know, take as reparations, I think it amounted to like 25 to 40% of like all the uranium that was like used in World War II. Um, Damn. and also pushed forward That's their atomic lot. project by about a year. 
Good for them. Great for them. Yeah, shit. There's a, a massive windfall for the Soviet Union. Um, yeah. Now, back to the toothpaste. So, again, like we said, <laughs> not a problem externally, right? But toothpaste, if you don't know, goes in. It goes, goes in. It goes in, in your bo- mouth. In the body. In, in your mouth. And I know what you're thinking. Okay, Colin, well, what's the problem here? Uh, because I know that thorium uh, in alpha decay doesn't, doesn't you know, sit typically on soft tissue. It, it, it just sluices through it. It's not water-soluble. So it gets passed around. Um, the problem is that the one thing that, uh, besides your lungs, typically, that thorium will stick to, uh, and its isotopes will stick to, are your bones. And what are yep. teeth but bones? and also also another thing to keep in mind um there's a reason why when people chew tobacco uh, they put it in their fucking mouth and put it on their fucking gums and it just absorbs Because there's a massive amount of fucking tiny little blood vessels in your gums and in your mouth and so it's all that fucking it's all just open is just getting everywhere and that's the thing right in all uh in all instances of thorium that exist all of its isotopes also exist at, in at least very very small amounts or at, at mm-hmm. the very least temporarily in very very small amounts but all isotopes uh basically constantly exist whenever thorium is present um so there's radon in you there is lead in you um it's the most stable form of lead they one of the isotopes of radon is one of the most stable forms of radon but it'll still fucking kill you um yeah we need to go back to lead paint no no we don't they don't. They don't make things like they used to. You yeah, know, people don't die from eating longer. paint chips anymore. Bring yeah, back don't eat paint gasoline, chips. Bring back all the serial killers. Bring back all the serial killers, please. Yeah, I want. I want to get some leaded gasoline so we can just huff it and then continue to do this podcast while we're huffing gas. I saw somebody on Twitter made made the point that like everybody currently in power uh, was like grew up during the time that leaded gas exists. So like they all have lead poisoning and lead poisoning doesn't get like better with time and there's no yeah. treatment for it so they're all they're, all their brains are fully fucking degraded by like decades of lead poisoning yeah well we haven't had a president in five years that can form a coherent sentence so it's great i mean it's, I it's mean, great it's, it's wait, phenomenal five years yeah it's been like obama's pretty well spoken it's been like six years yeah well it's five years it just right? passed the just passed the one year since uh biden's been in office it was uh yeah. this week Awesome. So yeah, uh, radioactive material, carcinogenic material, all over your, uh, in your blood vessels, on your bones, in your flesh. It's not good, um, and no? it's it's so not good. It turns out um, that I'll pull this one up. I think it's this one. Yeah, it's this one. Um, that uh, basically by 1938, um, the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act uh, prohibited the use of radium and radon, um, which were contemporaries and isotopes of thorium uh, in manufacturing. However, and and this is uh, from the book uh, Environmental Radon, uh, which if you're interested in the subject, highly recommend. A lot of of great pictures, a lot of really interesting uh, tidbits in there. Um, However, as late as 1953, a Denver firm advertised a contraceptive jelly containing radium and in 1965, a Florida company was found manufacturing devices that used radon for charging water. Um, when we say charging water, there was this craze in the early 1900s uh, and late 1800s where you would, you had these like little um, like containers, like these little uh, things basically uh, made of uh, radioactive material. Um, in the case that they, they're talking about it, I believe it was made of uh, thorium. Or sorry, re- uranium or radium. And they basically irradiated water, and then you would drink the water or bathe in the water because it was considered a health curative. But literally, it's just it's just fucking killing you. It's just killing you. It's The, the, the contra- contraceptive jelly is the funniest thing to me because they're just like, all right, yep, shove this radiation up in your pussy and it'll kill all the sperm cells. Yep, yep, shove the radiation. Like, was it a spermicide? That, I mean, I believe that is, yes, that was, that was okay. like the idea is that it would destroy foreign bodies. The idea behind radioactivity as like a medical um, tool was that it would destroy things that shouldn't be there, which it's true, it does, but it also destroys all the things that should be there. Yes. 
Very handily. So, uh, ultimately, what have we learned? What, what have we learned today? We've learned that um, Nazis are so uh, money-hungry, evil capitalists uh, that they'll put radioactive shit in your fucking toothpaste. Um, they Being fully aware. Th- but th- that's the thing, right? Is that, like, maybe, maybe your everyday layman doesn't know how dangerous radioactivity is, but the scientists sure fucking did. Oh, the yeah, guys, The guys working with it every day... They 100% did, and they were oh, still they putting thorium in toothpaste. They would still put radium in toothpaste. They would still, like, use it as fucking gas, as part of their gas mantle. Like, these guys know what's happening. They just don't fucking care because they're making lots of money, and nobody's telling them to stop. Piles um, of money. Now, I know, again, I know what you're thinking. Our gazelle shaft, well, they probably don't exist anymore, right? Uh, oh, not quite. I'm guessing they, they don't. They merged uh, with another company. Um, in the mid-century, so I believe it was... Here, we'll get that pulled up. In 1958, they merged with Mine Safety Appliances Corporation, which is a U.S. company that still exists to this day. Hmm. So much like uh, a lot of other things in post-war Germany, they were just absorbed into Yeah, they the just US. get sucked into another another company somewhere else. Or they continue existing as like a weird descended version of themselves where they've legally become a new business but have the same name or a, or a similar name. Uh, hmm. It's it's fucked, you know? It's it's people that just get to do this shit See, forever. And it's just alone. like It's just like when, when Kobe got caught Raping that sexually girl. assaulting somebody, um, he changed his number from 24 to 8. That was 24 who did that. That was a new Kobe. Movie. New year, new me. New year, new me. Exactly. I do love that the really? the the tooth the only the only thing besides uh, a woman uh, who had been uh, hurt and victimized by him, the only other thing that could bring Kobe down was gravity. So let's uh, let's 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 wrap this guy up. Uh, this has been worse than history. There's no call to action. Because like so many things in this world, there's nothing you can do about it, and there's nothing you'll ever be able to do about it. Uh, Don't buy Nazi toothpaste. But you know what you can do about it? What you can do, listeners, is you can follow us into the Soviet Revolution of the United States. We will follow Gritty on his white horse, and he will fire the first howitzer shell. It's what you can do. I'm sure all of that got picked up on his audio. Cut out all of Discord. Yeah. No clue. I know what he did. That's going to be interesting to edit. All right. (laughs) Thanks for Uh, listening once again, everybody at home. Is there anything else we want to plug? We still, we want to do a listener episode. We've got some more uh, people uh, writing us emails. If you want to, if you want to be on the episode or you want to share your experience with us, uh, send us an email at, uh, what is our email? Worst in the industry pod at gmail.com. And, or DM us on Twitter at WittyPod. Yeah, or, or Instagram. Uh, yeah, the kids are using the, the grams. Pod. Or uh, leave a know. review on Apple Podcast. We also see those. And you can also leave a review on Spotify now. Please give us five stars. Ooh, yes, please. Review us on Spotify. I'm going to go Apple create Podcast, a few Spotify accounts and juice our numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wherever you listen, uh, you know, it always, always helps. Uh, okay, well. All right. All right. Thanks for yeah. giving us a listen. Later. Bye. But I love you. I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in a wheel and they still won't. I could probably get a deal with Coke. If I wasn't rapping about the pass back, dealing dope. Got the offer and it's real low. Over one mil and it's still low. They all corporate. They all cute in suits. They on bullshit with all that poop to scoop. My shit going up. I go root to roof. They don't like that. They want mute the truth. They gon' switch sides. They go group to group. They want shoot the shit. Ain't got shit to shoot till I go crazy. Go and get the baby shark and hit him with the do 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 damn. Big boy, you gotta shoot it with two hands. Couple John Doe come through like who's man's. Blue ball, nah, she blew it like two grams. Everyone I lose, abuse the fuse hands. I'm right there on the edge of insanity. Overlooking Vegas, overthinking my vanity. You've been throwing shade, I'm enjoying the canopy. Everybody dies, so I live out of fantasy. Yeah, can I talk my shit now? I was playing two hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now.
Then I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you need to sit the fuck down. Yeah. I don't even talk my shit now unless I got a reason. Everybody watching like Netflix got a new season. I'ma get rich, hit the dealership, get the new bands out. Bottom line 316, like Stone Cold says so. They bury me alive, I was dead broke. I've been living in the no flex zone. About to make a move, it's a escrow. Cooking in the kitchen, my sauce like magic. My pesto like presto. Off a little bean at espresso. Little bit of lean, like I'm getting over chest cold. Got no chain, no, I can't chill. Eight ball got me feeling like eight mil. Can't stay still, can't feel off a pain kill. Got the little orange pill, not the day quill. They fake with it, they ain't real. They talk about bricks, but they can't build. I'm Frank with it, I'm Jake Jill. I only sold gas, I'm Hank Hill. Tank filled with the propane. It's like a 10K grill, it's throwaway. They never ask if I'm okay, I'm never okay. Everybody wanna cut, it's a dry vocal. I'm anti-love, anti-social. I'm bipolar, I'm bi-coastal. I might buy one and go postal. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit the fuck down.